Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Amari checking in for another episode of Off the Hustle. Today is Motivational Mondays, and guess what? We want to see what makes you happy. I know it sounds like a very simple question, but today, Jerry and myself, we're going to take a huge deep dive and take an inventory of our happiness and seeing what's truly important in reference to getting to that paradise that we deem destined for our lives. So make sure you check in. Peace. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Off The Hustle. It's Monday, Mindset Monday. And today we're talking to you about the pursuit of happiness. Yeah, man. So before we go any further, let's make sure we let people know who we are, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. if you don't know by now, I'm Jared. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Amari checking in. And <laughs> I just wanted to do that just, for, cause just in case, you know. Yeah, shout, out to, shout, out, shout out to everyone who's, you know, our, our core follower. Of the, of the hustle uh, and shout out to everyone who is a first time listener last time listener I kind of got that from Joe Budden I like that yeah. first time last time <laughs> yeah cause some of the stuff we talk about a lot of people aren't going to agree with it and oh, yeah, I'm fine with that it's just you know you just got to be aware of what's going on mm-hmm. uh, but today we're talking about the pursuit of happiness and we're actually going to start by talking about what has been our journeys to pursue pursuing happiness? Yeah, man, these past I would say definitely in twenty twenty. Uh, well, you know, even before twenty twenty uh, came about, <clears throat> you know, my journey, my professional journey has been going on for like a smooth four five years now. Uh, when I say professional journey, I'm, I'm meaning like actually working full time. Uh, you know, in my profession uh, at the time, you know, I've worked in, you know, two or three different industries so far, and now I'm taking on my fourth one, uh, and, you know, and there's going to be plenty of other industries that I take on in the future, and that's the beautiful part about, you know, that's one of the beautiful parts about actually, you know, going through life itself is that you don't, you know, necessarily stay in one realm altogether for the rest of your life. You know, you're going to go through changes you're going to grow, you're going to have setbacks, you're going to level up. And at the end of the day, these are all teachings so you can be able to get closer to becoming the person that you envision for yourself. You know, and for me, you know, these past few years have been very beneficial in that, you know, within itself. So, you know, in these past few years, I've been able to really understand how family is important, how as you get older, you know, you're going to have to unlearn. It's best for you to unlearn and then, you know, relearn some things. Um, you have to accept people for who they are. And, you know, despite, you know, the differences that you may, um, you know, encounter with different people or whatever, you still should be able to learn on how to truly value yourself and value other people as well. Uh, so that's what I've been learning, you know, in reference to the pursuit of happiness. And honestly, that has helped me really look at a lot of things um, in a much mature way versus how I did before. Uh, I've always kind of, you know, I would definitely say I've always kind of had a level head about myself. Um, but when you're young and when you're not as experienced in life itself, it's definitely going to be some things that you kind of only see from a surface level or you still, you still, you know, it's kind of like how your your elders may say, "Hey, you're young and you you got things to really learn about, and uh, so much to 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 go in reference to life before you really understand what 
this is about. So for me, that's how it's been going. It's been uh, been very beneficial. Yeah, for me, it's been a change in the value or how I measure my happiness. Yeah. That's been the biggest shift. So for the last four or five years, I've been in, you know, in some aspect or role uh, in the automotive industry uh, until 2020. And actually, at the beginning of 2022, so, and it's been, I had the pleasure of having so many different mentors mm-hmm. uh, throughout that time. Uh, one being the couple that was my previous employers who were amazing. And they showed me a way of looking at life that I hadn't thought about before. Uh, not just on a monetary level, but also on a measure of how do I want to measure my life uh, now or going forward. Mm-hmm. And I started to see a shift in myself from wanting to just help me to wanting to help others to now, instead of just wanting to help me and help others, I measure my happiness on how well do I feel on a financial front, on a spiritual front, on a physical front. And if I can't agree that I feel good on all three, I know that I'm not where I need to be. Yeah. And and for me, that's a really good measure because it's always changing. Mm-hmm. Just like your weight fluctuates, I may feel better at a different weight. I may feel lighter and be like, I'm not happy lighter. Let me figure out a healthy way to put on weight. Or I may be bigger and say, well, I'm not healthy bigger. And, then, and recently that's been the case. I was bigger and I didn't realize I was bigger until I sat down during COVID and had to look at myself. And I'm like, well, I don't look the way I want to look. Mm-hmm. Let me lose weight. And I started the journey, and since then, I've lost 60-plus pounds. So it's yeah, like, no. I'm like, well, I feel better now. And I'm like, well, I'm happier. But I, I have to ask myself, my girlfriend sometimes, like, should I lose more weight? Am I happy here? And it's not like a, oh, I'm not comfortable with my body. It's a what will make me more comfortable. Yeah. And that's been my measure of happiness uh, lately. And my pursuit of it has changed in the way that the way that I'm measuring it now is and you and I say this to you all the time who's losing when we don't win exactly. and that's always the question I'm asking now when it comes to my happiness am I happy with the way that I can affect everyone around me yeah. and if I can say yes okay let's take the foot off the gas a little bit if I'm saying well no because you know last time someone asked me for help I wasn't able to do it okay so we need to put our foot on the gas a lot more so that the time comes around when someone needs that help again, I can provide it. Mm-hmm. And that's been my measure of happiness uh, and how my pursuit of it is going. So, you know, me and you have had some breakthroughs in real estate, uh, even in just podcasting and, and in some other, you know, things that we were diving into. So it's like, well, I don't want to speak vague. So reselling, uh, just being real, you know, transparent with what we wanted other ventures we were digging into. And this is just like a side project we were both doing. Uh, for you, it's a little bit higher in profits. For me, it's more volume. So mm-hmm. I had to have a lot of volume to make it happen. And it was, okay, well, I enjoy doing this just for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. I love just having a whole bunch of comic books around. Like Even before we had to record, <laughs> I had to move comic books just so we can get the mics in the right place. And I'm like, I like that. Because to me, it's, it's my hobby. I enjoy having my hobby around me all the time. And, and learning how to pursue how to do it makes me more happy. So yeah. my pursuit is the learning of how to do it. Mm-hmm. When it came to real estate, we've gotten uh, we're working on getting some new mentors that will you know significantly take us to the next level. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, 
well, how can, you know, that's my level of happiness. I'm like, well, I'm learning how to equate my previous experiences in the automotive industry with real estate. How can we merge the two? Because you come from more of a corporate standpoint Mm -hmm. in your last career. It's corporate, but it was in the automotive industry. So I'm like, well, we got the fundamental knowledge. How can we translate it instead of trying to reinvent the wheel? Mm -hmm. Let's find happiness in using the knowledge we have. And that's been a really good key for me, uh, taking inventory of my happiness. No, no, that's real. And I'm glad you had mentioned in reference to, you know, you know, both of us coming from the auto industry where you think, where I think, you know, you was more, and we actually both started in, you know, field operations of, um, of our different sub industries. You were more on the, the sales and marketing side. I was more on the operational, um, remarketing side. And eventually, you know, I got into the, the corporate space and I learned that, you know, what I was doing at the time was more bit, bit picture processes and how it scales and how it impacts all different stakeholders from a high level all the way down to the ground floor. And for you, you, you transition from, you know, regular, you know, uh, transactions of sales to over to the training aspect. And when I think about our partnership, everything was already destined for us to come together, you know, from our initial friendship all the way down to the partnership and continue to evolve together as businessmen as well as friends. And it's like, I truly am appreciative of how this is taking its course. You know, not a lot of people get this opportunity. And for those that do, not a lot of them actually, I won't say a lot because I, I don't have the statistics, but I will say from my personal viewpoint, I, I believe that not for the people who do have partnerships, they may or may not be able to really dive into their personal friendship network and say, all right, hey, you, I like your idea. Let's do business together. And actually, they can be able to work through the pressure points and work through the ups and downs of how to make it successful. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I truly say, you know, that's part of the pursuit of happiness is actually being able to you know, not just go through every single obstacle or every single opportunity alone, but also being able to have certain opportunities that you're gifted in your life and be able to partner up with those people that you either consider fan, uh, uh, friends, family, associates, whoever, but being able to walk a path with a partner and um, at some at some point in time, and I think that kind of goes into from not even from your, per, your from your professional life over to your personal life. Yeah, you know, I think you know a lot of us try to have those significant others, uh, those life partners, and that's dope to you know strive for. So, yeah, that's that kind of goes into you know taking inventory. You know, you said something major right there, taking inventory, and I think we can take a few a few minutes to kind of talk about that on today's um, conversation, where you know being able to really periodically sit down. And really just think to yourself, okay, what makes my life special? What am I living for? You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, what what makes me happy? Because at one point in time for me, there was a lot of materialistic things. Um, of course, I'm a huge sneakerhead. You know, anybody who knows me, I love fashion. I love street, specifically streetwear and um, salatorial um um, where when I speak of salatorial, speaking of you know men's um, men's and women's um, suits and 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 dresses and things like that. No, I'm and glad I, you explained that because I was looking at you like true. true. Yeah, I feel you, I know like and I'm pretty sure a lot of people on, on who listening they probably that same that same thing like 
Oh, that was something, bro. <laughs> hey, that was, you know, that's what people do in there. know talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the thing is, and, and the reason why I, you know, and the reason why I like that, you know, um, I've, I've always liked fashion or just my hobbies is because I have a personal connection, you know, and the same thing with you and comic books and coffee and a few other things, you know, when it's not, sometimes I think we, some, we get lost. And when I say not not lost in like oh my life is crashing down or whatever, sometimes our life we get lost in the like Gucci Man said, hey you get lost in the sauce sometimes, bro. <laughs> and and with that that makes a lot of sense because like you could be going through life in autopilot mode, not really taking inventory of what is really going on in your life. All you doing right now is you waking up in the morning, you know, and you know come Monday to Friday or however your work schedule come about, you waking up in the morning. You're going to do your morning routine, go to work, do your work routine, come home. Do your afternoon routine. Do your afternoon routine, night routine, go to sleep, do it all over again. For the next and, four days, then Friday, and be like, oh, thank God it's Friday. Exactly, man. You're yeah. going to do your same routine, so if you may stay up a little bit later Friday night. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, and, you know, and if you if you do that long enough, you'll find, your, you'll find yourself being more reactive to life than being proactive. And, you know, and being able to just kind of go with the flow. So, you know, taking inventory of your life, taking inventory of your happiness. What makes you happy? You know what I'm saying? I think so far, you know, I've, I've said a few things. You've said a few things, you know, but for the people listening, what are some areas that you think that every single person should just kind of take inventory of in their life to just kind of see where, you know, see if they have a, a balance or see if they're actually going in the direction that they want to. Yeah, and I challenge you to start making a list. If you if you got a pen, paper ready, or if you want to use your phone, mm-hmm. uh, just write out a list of things that you think are important. Is your purpose important? Is Are you working in your passion? Are you using your key skills? Do you feel like you're making an impact on wherever you're working at? Are, are you Do you have hobbies? If you have hobbies, are you planning your hobbies enough? Because for me, comic books, yeah, I make a little money on it, but personally, it's more of a hobby than anything, and the hobby of it is what makes it fun for me. Mm-hmm. Like, there are days when I don't like real estate. There are days when I don't feel like podcasting, but there are a lot of days where I'm just like, let me just kick back real quick, watch a YouTube video on this comic book, and let me see if I can find this issue that he's talking about. I'll do that all day long, Yeah, bro. but, but that's my release time. I'll do, I'll be, it's funny, I'll be playing with my dog and go, Hmm. I don't really like the dog right now, but I could find me a Thor number two eighty four. <laughs> That's not an important issue, but it's just an issue. So I'm like, you know, so uh-huh. it's it's my hobby that that centers me and yeah. brings me back. Like you're saying, it takes me out of my routine mm-hmm. and it puts me in a place where it's like, okay, let me think of something creative and outside of the box, and it's where my inventory of happiness starts. Uh, then you got to actually physically. Are you happy with the way you look physically? Are, not even just the way you look, but do you feel comfortable in your skin? That's a question you got to ask. That's so that you real. personally have to ask. Man, that's real. And I've been, I've, and I can say this from a place of being somebody who wasn't comfortable in their skin. I've been like my natural size is really skinny. Mm-hmm. Like so, as I lose weight, like now people think, oh man, you must be down to the one eighties. I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I lost a lot of weight. I ain't like, losing that much weight. Yet. But I'm like. My natural size is really skinny, mm-hmm. but I don't feel comfortable at that size. So I have to find a very good balance between a healthy weight and feeling comfortable in my skin. Mm-hmm. So 
people have to take that in the inventory. Me personally, I said that's one thing you have to take in the inventory. Uh, health, do you are you hitting enough points in your health? Are you getting enough nutrients to feel happy? You, those are things that you don't normally talk about that you gotta pay attention to. Uh, you know, some people your hair. Are you comfortable with your hair where it is right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, like for me, there was a good bit of time where I loved having a short hair. Now it's like you know I like to grow it out a little bit. I'm going to do the same to, thing too. Just to experiment. I may wear it like this for the rest of my life. I may only wear it like this for the next two or three years. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm I'm playing with my happiness. And that's and that's and and I'm glad you mentioned that. Um of course the hair part because I'm going through the same thing too, but you know, playing with your happiness. You know what I'm saying? Like that's and it's not and um instead of looking at it from a way of like, you know, um you you're playing with your life or whatever, it's like, nah, like Everything in your life doesn't have to be serious. You know, you don't want to take yourself too serious to a point where everything needs to be preordained. Everything needs to be, you know, uh, hey, if I do this, how is it going to impact? It's like, you know, certain things in your life, it should be enjoyable from, you know, as in the moment things. And I feel like that's one of them. Um, you know, just being able to just kind of see it. Like, I like I like the fact that I'm going through this this whole transition um of 2020 i think 2020 is a huge um transition transitional year for every everyone in some kind of way some in some ways it may be you know unfortunate events some some um some ways it may be unfortunate events that come to be really positive turnovers for you like myself, like Jared, like Set a lot back of people. for major comebacks. But I'm telling you. It is, it, and yeah. then again, and I don't want to dive into this, this episode because this isn't episode you. four, yeah. but mm-hmm. the story you tell yourself about your situation is very important. Yeah, it is. And then, yeah, if I say it all. Yeah, then that, that's for another episode. <laughs> but, another episode, yeah. but, and, <laughs> but, even, but talking on pursuing your happiness, you have to take an inventory of what, what I like to call, you have to take, make a list of what's cool about you. Mm-hmm. These are the things that you love about you, that you think your friends love about you, that your family love about you, mm-hmm. and you have to make this list and you have to look at it. And you got to memorize it. Yeah. Now, see, I, 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 I like, I like what, I like what you just said. My only change was take everyone else out of the equation for right now. The only equation, the only person that needs to be in your equation is you and you only. Yeah. What do you like about yourself? Yeah. What do you, what do you think? I don't even say like. Yeah, cause that that you know some people get bogged down and well I do this good but I don't I don't know if everybody think no mm-hmm. what do you think is cool about you what I like that yeah what because, is yeah, what is cool about you I like that cause for me I know a lot of people don't think comic books cool That's but cool. I think it's I think it's cool about me that you could ask me about some random character that was created in the night think about it my history my level of part of my reason for liking comics is my my knowledge history. in history yeah because I'm rec- I'm telling you about a character that was made in the early 1900s mm-hmm. that people are still talking about today. So I'm like, and I can recollect, oh yeah, this story saga, this story saga. Oh, if you want to look at, you know, more about that, you should probably look at this, this run of the issue. And that's not like regular, to me, that's practice on memorizing history and points and places mm-hmm. because I started to build a database of reference points in my head. Like I started to learn parts of history based on what was happening in comics. Yeah, same thing for yeah, same thing for me in sneakers. It's really about the history aspect of it. Of course the, the, the level of creativity, the level the looks of it, you know, how it makes you feel when you got a fresh pair of kits on your feet. And, you know, despite if, if people give you a, a give you a uh, 
some feedback, like hey, I like your shoes or whatever yeah. or not. It's the fact that you like what you're wearing. And for me, that's that's one of the main things. But the history piece of it, being able yeah. to like really know about who who designed, who was the architect of that model. Yeah, who was like, the artist? Who was the, who was bro, the who painted it? Yeah, see, and like one of the things that I'm into right now is, you know, those up-and-comers. The way people, they glorify Tinker Hatfield over at Nike, there's people at Reebok, a guy by the name of Pierre Moss. Um, he, um... Uh, a young young black man who is very successful in what he's doing right now. He actually became one of the directors for Reebok recently. You know, saying reference to the, the the look and the feel for where the direction that Reebok is going to. And there's people that's doing this at every single major brand as well as independent brands. And yeah. it's like I like that. I like the story of it. I like the history of it, and uh, and it motivates me to do what we do in real estate surprisingly it motivates me with what i try to do inside of you know streetwear and anything else that i, I have a, a passion for like i didn't just we didn't just get into real estate just because we want to make money of course that's that's a great it's a great it's a great it's a great benefit part. <laughs> big part you know what i'm saying but it wasn't the only reason why because as you learn about whatever industry you pick the the industry itself should motivate should have some type of integration into your personal life for me yeah personal values major major key right there and that is a huge takeaway because if you can't take what you do in your profession and be able to apply if not all the lessons some of the major lessons into your personal life and reference to your hobbies your 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 obligations whatever then you you know i would just say i won't say and say drop everything and, and depart and jump ship, but I will say definitely just kind of reconsider what's really important in your life and see if it's a way that you can be able to find, you know, rekindle that, that linkage to those uh, those interests of yours. Yeah, and going back to, and adding to it actually, adding to what's cool about you uh, would be you have to look at those little things about you that you like. Mm-hmm. Like, you could like the fact that you make peanut butter and jelly just right. Somebody else may think that's something real trivial. Hey, bro, but the fact that real. to you, you take the pride in I make the perfect peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It, it, it's just something that's cool about me that when I'm feeling down, I can just sit there and think and be like, but I'd be killing them PP&Js, though. Hey, and real. it seems so weird, but it installs a level of confidence into you. And that's something we're going to talk about in, in Wednesday's episode, uh, the four C's of confidence. Uh, but... It instilled, instills a level of confidence in you that is tough to shake because you've instilled it in yourself. And that's definitely one of the keys I want to talk about, about uh, your pursuit of happiness. And then one of the last things I definitely want to touch on when it comes to the pursuit of happiness is you have to recognize your hero qualities and you have to recognize your villain qualities mm-hmm. because everyone has a hero and villain inside of them. And who you give the power to is how your life is going to turn out. Now, when when I say hero and villain, a lot of people, you know, I like comic books. But when you look at it, most people think the villain is somebody that's out here doing wrong. The, the villain isn't always somebody that's doing wrong. The villain in you could be someone that's too cautious. The villain in you could be the one that's telling you, don't take that risk. That That's too much risk for us. But the hero could be the one saying... Take the risk. We can, we can withstand it. We did the calculations. We know if we do this, we're going to get two results, this or this. Neither one of them will kill us. Yeah. Now, but the villain is telling you don't take any risk because any risk will kill you. 
And you have to recognize what your qualities are. For some people, their hero quality is the fact that they like to take risks. For other people, their villain quality could be they're too empathetic. You wouldn't think of that as a as a flaw. Uh, yeah. But on the surface level, you wouldn't. But yeah, on the yeah, surface. You, but you, if you're you too empathetic, yeah. let's say you're in a sales role and you're too empathetic. Yeah, you have to care about their situation, but at the same time, profit ain't a dirty word. No, and then, and then honestly, for even for that person that you're trying to help, that you're trying to do a sale with, that person may be having a a, a real a personal attachment to either that property or to that car or to whatever that you're trying to you know get trying to help them depart away from. You may be trying to, in hindsight, you may be helping them get rid of something that's holding them back. Yeah, and you have to. One exercise that I recently did, and I posted it because it was something that's been helping me out, is I found an old picture of me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And not a bad picture. It's just a picture of what I really, what when I don't feel my best. Mm-hmm. It could, for somebody, it could be when you were overweight. It could be when you had a sad, when you were looking sad. It could be from a time when you were depressed, a time when you were anxious. Is your idea of what the worst you was. Oh, yeah, for sure. And you have to give that, that version of you has to get a new name. Yeah. So you have to give it a name, and that name will be your villain. Mm -hmm. They're inside you. You have to recognize it. And all those villain qualities that you write down, those are his qualities Mm -hmm. or her qualities. That's their qualities. Whenever you feel this way, you know it's... John inside of you. It's not it's not Jared. That's the actually my villain inside. I named him Jacob. I just like that name. It is this is a good name. So I like to keep with the J theme, you know, it is what it is. But whenever I feel those negative qualities, I look at myself and when I'm thinking, Well, I can't pull this off, I'm like, That's not me. That's not me thinking that. That's Jacob. Mm-hmm. Jacob's giving me these bad ideas. He want he doesn't want us to win. It's not that he want me to lose. He just don't want me to win. Mm-hmm. And then I did the same things that I did with my hero qualities. I found a more recent picture of me, close to the size I want to be at, smiling, happy on a day that I felt great. And that's Jared. That's hero Jared. Super Jared. That's what I call him. Super Jared. Mm-hmm. So whenever I'm feeling good and confident and all my great qualities, I assign to him. That's major. And when I'm moving in a way that I feel like I'm doing good qualities, I'm not regular Jared no more. I'm super Jared. Yeah, and that's 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 key right there, bro. And you have to put and finish it up you, for this exercise. You have to put those images in places where you can see them. Mm-hmm. Print it out. You can have the picture on each side with the qualities under each one. And you take it. You put it on you know your TV in your bedroom. You put it on your computer screen. You put it on your refrigerator. You put it you put it everywhere so you always seeing it. So whenever these feelings pop up, you've already memorized this list of who's the bad guy and who's the good guy. Mm. And by doing that, for me, it's helped me tremendously because now I, I I initially start thinking when I have a bad thought, like for me it's eating, because I try to stick to my diet. When I try to get off something that's off my diet and I get a craving, I'm like, that ain't me. That Jacob, he don't want me to win. He's trying to get me back. 60, 70 pounds plus. That's his, that's his goal. That's his right, job. Just, and honestly, you really just helped me out with it because, you know what I'm saying, because I still, even though I've been making progress with my stuff with 75 Heart, I've also, I still, I still battle with that daily, just being able to block out, or not so much block, you know, well, no, nah, I'm saying it right, block out 
the those those bad habits trying to come back to the surface. And it's like, nah, you know, you got to be able to have that conversation with yourself. Like, no, what what's going on here? Is this something that I'm, this is something that's going, if I do this right now, is this going to help me out in the long run? Or is this going to set me back towards, again, towards my goals? Yeah, and the reason I started doing it was, for me, it's easier to tell somebody else no than it is to tell myself no. Because uh, I'll tell myself, you earned this. When I get ready to eat something I ain't supposed to eat, man, you earned this. You worked hard for this. Eat that. But if but if I feel like it's because it's, think about this. Whenever somebody offer you something that's not on your diet, what do you say? Man, hey, bro, I'm straight, dog. I'm good. I'm good. But when you have your thought of I should eat that, what do you think? Hey, bro, look at you working out every day. See what I mean? It's you, easy to tell somebody else missed, no. You have not missed a day once. Come on, man. You you've been on it. <laughs> Just one cheat meal. Yeah, this ain't man. this ain't a big thing. That that that, that stomach area going down, Playboy. You might as well go ahead and get you some ribs, man. <laughs> <laughs> but if I so if I disassociate with it, and I start telling myself, no, nah, that's somebody else that's doing me wrong, and they want me to do they they want me to fall off because they don't want me to win. Mm-hmm. It's easier for me to go, nah, I ain't gonna let you win. I'm gonna win. For some people, it it's the disassociation mm-hmm. that helps them with it. Some people it's just easier to tell other people no. For some people, it may just be, it's hard for them to take responsibility initially. Mm-hmm. So now they don't have to take responsibility. So it's not my responsibility to do it. It's somebody else. It's me telling somebody, no, I'm good. For other, and then for other people, it's just the fact that I need a scapegoat. I need to blame it on somebody else. Yeah, because you don't want to hold on to that baggage of, of, of being yourself up all the time. Yeah, and it, that's, like that. that's how it helped me. Yeah. Now I'm not gonna say this gonna work for everybody. But, but I'm saying it ain't it ain't it ain't gonna hurt to give it a try. Yeah, give it a try, and also too, you may be able to find what you that made that thought right there, may be the spark for you to be able to come up with what works for you. Get your get moving, get the brain moving to start to come up with a solution for what works for you. Yeah. Instead of remaining still and just wondering how you gonna figure this out, it's like, hey, bro, somebody else figuring it out. You know, Jared's figuring it out. I'm figuring it out. You can just join us and do the same thing. Yeah, and then another thing that this helps you with, it starts to help you with mastering your state. Yeah. And this is something we we already talked about diving into probably later on in this month. Oh, yeah. But mastering your state allows you to be able to switch your energy yourself. Mm-hmm. Because if you're feeling like, for me, if I'm feeling like Jacob when I wake up that morning, I need to know how to switch my mind from Jacob to Super Jared. Man, I've done that. I've, uh, it's, I've done. I've definitely. I'm not. I won't say I've mastered it yet, but I'm definitely very proficient in doing that. You know, it's been times where, you know, even I don't want. I hate talking about this type of stuff, but it's been moments where I'm, you know, having very heated disagreements with someone, or, uh, or it's, it's, and it's leading to a physical altercation. It's been times where it's like, you know what? Nah, I ain't finna do it, bro. You know what? Because I, if I let me, uh, let me, let me. <laughs> Let me go inside and talk to myself real Cause quick. Because I'm telling you, bro, it's not going to end well for you or me. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> and, and that's another, for me, that's another way it works when you feel frustrated. Yeah, being able especially to especially you feel frustrated because I feel like the, those moments where you're heated, those moments where you, you're riled up, that's where a lot of true thoughts, a lot of true intentions come out to the to to the public. You know, when it's just like when you, when someone like when someone or maybe you or someone that you've been observing, you know, people have an argument and when someone's heated, 
they they'll lash out and say, That's why I don't like this about you, or this is why this, that, and third. And it's like, Yeah, see, those are your true intentions, but you know, if you learn how to channel your energy more efficient, then you don't have to wait till where you're heated to be able to voice your opinion or voice your thoughts or pull someone to the side and say, Hey, I see you doing this. It doesn't kinda of, it doesn't kinda of rub it doesn't rub me the right way. But I wanted to share this with you so at least you know that I'm giving you my perspective on this. This may be something that you can work on, something that you maybe, you know, you know, do a bit better. And you can be able to show true transparency to yourself as well as other people. Yeah, and some of that stuff you get upset about is stuff you don't like about yourself, too. A lot of times, that's really. It's a lot of times, that's, time that's what it is. A lot of times, what it is. And yeah. I'm so frustrated with you because you do the same thing that I do when I get like that. <laughs> and again, that go back to what I was talking about with the villain and hero exercise. When you acknowledge that, you'll be able to see those qualities in other people too. You'll be like, "Well, man, that's what Jacob be doing. Mm-hmm. I know how to deal with that." Yeah, that's right. And and that's it calm you yeah. down, and you're able to switch the state of like. And we'll talk about we talk about this in the Wednesday episode. Your power phrases. But, man, I've got so good at being able to switch my state. Just saying I'm okay to myself out loud, Brett instantly changes me. Instantly. Mm-hmm. I'll go from, ooh, to, you know, it's cool. Yeah. And, you like, people have seen the shift in my body. No, no, when I, I say it. Yeah. And when I say it, not even, I'm not even doing nothing special. Mm-hmm. It's just I have to say the phrase. And when I say it, it'll make me switch. But we're going to dive into that to Wednesday. Oh, yeah, man. I think we went pretty far enough today on talking <laughs> about the pursuit of happiness. That's yeah, man. Mean. So, and I think the and right before we, you know, we 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 jump off this episode, I want to say that you you get you gave a major key in reference to the the hero versus the villain. The hero sometimes is, you know, sometimes the villain can be that person that's holding holding you back, as well as that villain can be that person that is actually there to push you towards where you truly want to go because as we know sometimes heroes have their internal battles that's holding them back from being the best civic leader of of the world that they're trying to save yeah and just finishing it out uh my quote is that you know sometimes doing the right thing is doing the wrong thing the right way uh and sometimes doing the wrong thing is just doing the wrong thing that's a jared quote right there it ain't supposed to make sense but it sounds like it does yeah Uh, this has been another episode of off the hustle this is jared this is amari Peace. Peace. That's it. Episode is over. Hey, if you're on Apple, subscribe, review, and give us a rating. Yeah, man. We definitely want to hear back from you. As we continue to grow this platform, we want to make sure that we're actually giving you the content that you need and the content that you actually want. So reach out to us. Let us know what you want. Peace. That's it.